This is From the Newsroom, our weekly podcast presented by the Holland Sentinel staff. I'm Brian Bernellis, Digital Director. I'll be presiding over today's podcast, and I'm joined by uh, our two elite star reporters. Well, everybody in our newsroom is a star elite reporter, but uh, Arpan Lobo. Hi, Brian. Hello, Arpan. And Carolyn Meiskins. Hi. Hey. Uh, the three of us were on the front lines last night covering the uh, uh, election. Um, I think the biggest, for Holland, the biggest issues or uh, um, the biggest task facing um, Holland voters were selecting a new mayor or selecting an incumbent. And then uh, the at-large city council. Yes. Yeah. And then there were some, you know, uh, in Sagatok and Douglas, uh, Zealand, some other Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, what would be the phrase I'm looking for? Um, villages, <laughs> bond proposals, Thank things you. like that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just a little tired from yesterday. Understandable. <laughs> so we're we're going to power through this. So uh, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts um, on this podcast about the election from yesterday. Nathan Box, challenger, first-time challenger, was elected. Uh, he won by... What was it? Four hundred ninety votes, yeah. just yeah, just right. shy of five hundred. He garnered um, percentage wise. Uh, anybody remember? Uh, it was fifty three, fifty four percent, somewhere around there. Okay. Did this surprise you guys? Uh, Nancy DeBoer was the incumbent. She'd served two terms, looking for a third. You know this this surprise you guys? Um, I think the margin was a big surprise. Okay. I think um, we thought it could go either way, honestly. And if Nathan Box was going to win it, we thought it would be a a pretty close race just based on what we had seen, both in letters to the editor and just talking to people in the community. Yeah, I I think so. It it was um, a little surprising to the margin, uh, especially as Carolyn mentioned. I know that um, the... The uh, this year's election was a bit weirder than uh, prior uh, mayoral races or things like that, just because of some of the outside circumstances, like the weird mailers that were going on. But I think that ended up drawing a lot of attention uh, to it, and maybe in a way it wasn't intended. But which it, we've covered, yeah, we, <laughs> we we've covered that extensively. <laughs> um, and I, I think that uh, maybe maybe not the result is surprising. I was kind of flip flopping back and forth yesterday, thinking of like. Okay, who do, who do I think is is going to win? I know Carolyn, you wrote two stories, one version for each candidate that we were, were going to be able to yeah. plug in and send to the uh, send to print. We were working close to deadline. We so. kind of kind of went over deadline, but it all worked out. Um, it was just something where I the thing that surprised me most was definitely the margin. You were at Nathan Box uh, watch party. I was at Mayor DeBoer's. What was the mood? Um, as those results started coming in, I'm curious to hear what your results or the mood at your party versus uh, as it became more inevitable at mine. Yeah. Um, so I got to uh, New Holland uh, downtown at about eight, right as close pol- or right as polls closed and uh, immediately saw it was pretty packed. Tons of people. There wasn't a lot of space to move as everybody was packed into kind of one of the banquet rooms. Right. Um, and they had a projector screen. At the time, it was running ads, but as results came in, it um, 
you know, people started reacting. And when the first results came in, it was six of seven precincts in the city fully reporting and right. one of seven partially reporting. Right. And so there was a lot of a, excitement because that uh, result initially showed that Box had about 200, give or take, votes uh, more than Nancy. And so a lot of people were um, – kind of, you know, getting really excited, really excited. Everybody had their phones out. They're refreshing the Ottawa County elections page, waiting. You know, people saw me with my press pass there, and they're just like, what do you know? And I go, I know exactly <laughs> as much as you do. I'm getting it from the same source. Yeah. Um, but it, it, people were, I'd say, like, it was anxious excitement. People were yeah. s- were still nervous, but um, definitely, you know, excited. There were a lot of people there, a lot of friends, family, Um kind of going uh just waiting for you know kind of the button to drop mm. and for things to be finalized and uh we the every, really everybody in the newsroom even those of us that weren't covering the the election were kind of tuned into our kind of like uh our, our group chat and i remember you giving the update that uh mayor DeBoer had just given a concession speech mm-hmm. and i you know i got that and then our our managing editor Audrey tweeted that out, and so I, I retweeted it. And I was I was looking at Nathan Box, and then he 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 came up to me and he goes, "Do you know something?" I go, "Well, Meredith Bohr just gave her concession speech," and his reaction was, just, "Oh," <laughs> and then he goes, "Okay, I won't do anything until it's official." And so uh, it was about five minutes after that, the full precincts reports came yeah. in, and it was. Really, pretty much euphoria in the room. Everybody was very, very excited. A lot of, lot of cheering. A lot of uh, um, excitement. A lot of hugs. Yeah. Um, Box's mother was there, um, so they shared a pretty good moment, and uh, it, it was uh, really exciting uh, for for that campaign. Um, from what they kind of were able after, and he he started his campaign uh, almost last November, so 2018. So it's it's been a year long process for him, and he mentioned that in his speech and he said that today is not the end it's the beginning mm. of uh what they're trying to do so it was it was something uh to behold yeah it kind of surprised me um that she gave that speech her quote unquote concession speech and i thought it was pretty early on it was where i'm like well what this could you don't know but her husband was speaking before spoke before her and said um, everybody's in except Ward Three, and uh, I believe he said they had never won Ward Three, and I th- that's when uh, oh this is why oh, okay. she's why I didn't she, know that yeah so uh, she was quite emotional um, when she spoke to her supporters she was uh, up the street at the courtyard by Marriott um, in their little bistro area and she had about. 40 to 50 supporters, I'd say, maybe 30 to 40. Uh, and uh, very emotional for her. They gave her a standing ovation at one point um, just to show them, uh, show her their support. Uh, and then later she disappeared for 10 minutes and everyone, I figured she was outside with her husband kind of, you know, coming to terms with the loss. And it turns out instead she's... <laughs> Down the street. Yeah. She, uh, Mayor, Mayor DeBoer uh, came to New Holland right. uh, after making her uh, – cons- uh, making her – addressing her supporters. She walked in in the middle of uh, Box's kind of address 
And then he made a point to kind of thank her and he said, you know, we were friends when this started. I want to continue to be friends. And then he asked her – and it, it was – you have to respect uh, Mir DeBoer for kind of doing that because oh, she could have just gone home. Absolutely. I, yep. I, if I were in her shoes, I would have just gone home yep. and then, you know – uh, safe faced another day, but she went. She congratulated Nathan. Um, it was a very uh, you know poignant moment in the evening. Everybody in, in the in New Holland applauded her. Uh, Box made it a point to recognize her uh, achievements and accomplishments and leadership uh, in Holland. And it, it was kind of a toward the end. He was tailing off, and he's he he made a point. It was like I want you to remain involved in the city because she's on a lot of different boards, um, not just as the mayor, but just she's involved in a lot of different um, spaces in the city. And it, it was kind of uh, awkward because I want you to stay involved. And then she was like, okay. And then he said, will you stay involved? <laughs> and then she, you know, didn't really know how to answer. Just, and then he went again, will you stay involved? And she was like, well, I, I might need a break. So yeah, it was, but still it was, it was pretty admirable for her to make an appearance like that. And I think it showed, that at the end of the day, even as weird as this race got at times, it was still pretty <laughs> friendly between them. Uh, and Carolyn, while we were at the mayor uh, um, candidate incumbent, describe your evening. <laughs> uh, well, I stuck around in the newsroom mostly and um, was just trying to make sure we could have something in the paper by the print deadline. So... I was watching the results come in and communicating with you guys and with Cassie, who was out covering the city council race. Um, She was at Lynn Raymond's watch party, and that was also an exciting race to watch. Um, So I was coordinating those things and um, just trying to uh, get things in the paper. But um, yeah, so talking about Lynn Raymond's city council race uh she she won by a pretty significant margin she had 600 more votes than the other candidate vicky lynn holmes um that they are replacing wayne clomperins who lost in the primary to both of them um so that means another woman on the city council okay and today you're working on a story about the turnout. Uh, it turned, well, I was about to say, <laughs> it turns out turns the turnout uh, was, uh, um, Holland did a pretty good job coming out. And, uh, you know, they've got, I mean, how many registered voters? We have over 25,000. We actually have 25,300. Okay. Um, and it looks like, I don't know, Arpan, you talked a little bit about a voter registration drive in the area. I think that that was pretty successful because there are there were a couple hundred more registered voters for this election than there were just in August. So I think um, people registered to vote and people got out and voted in higher numbers than they have in the last couple city elections. So if we look back to 2015, which is when uh, Mayor DeBoer was first elected, there was an 18% voter turnout in the Holland City election. In 2017, which was a contested 
election between her and Jay Peters, who's a city councilman. Um, there was a 25% turnout, and now that has jumped all the way up to 28.5% this election. So I think people felt pretty strongly about this election. So that was it figures out to be about 7,000 votes, a little over 7,000 yep. votes? 7,200 votes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And prior to recording, Arpan, you'd mentioned the state Democratic uh, chair was in town over the weekend. She shared a lot of her optimism with you about the upcoming election, not just this one, but the 2020 election as well. Right, right. Uh, as I mentioned before, I was kind of flip-flopping on who, who I thought would win this race. And up until about four o'clock yesterday, I thought Mayor DeBoer would retain her seat. Um, but the reason I ended up switching was because I spoke to the Michigan uh, Democratic Party chair, Lavora Barnes, for a story because she was in Holland over the weekend. And she told me that when she visited with the Ottawa County Democrats, one thing that struck her immediately was how much enthusiasm there was for this election. In an odd year, that's not typically common. She said it reminded her of an even year election. Um, and so taking that in mind, and again, this was a nonpartisan race, but if you, if you read between the lines, you might see Box as the more progressive candidate and uh, uh, DeBoer as the more conservative uh, candidate. And so that could have played a factor into it. And I think the numbers probably reflect that, such an increase. So um, that was definitely something that kind of, I, I was thinking about going into um, the polls closing at 8 p.m. Okay. And it's just a, a sign of more people being politically motivated and involved, whether or not they align box as a Democratic candidate or not. It's more people are being uh, mobilized in the local election, for sure. Now that we do have a new mayor, what do you think are some of the issues that will be uh, that he has to address, that he has to move forward uh, on city council? Well, I think um, two of the big ones are the waterfront development. Uh, we'll be watching that pretty closely, what happens with that piece of property. And affordable housing is going to continue to be a big issue for him and for the city council to deal with. Um, those are two things he talked about as his priorities as mayor. Um, and it will be interesting to see what happens with the possibility of expanding Holland's anti-discrimination ordinance that also became kind of an issue in this campaign. And, um, box what has said he would support expanding the anti-discrimination ordinance and, uh, Lynn Raymond, who also won election yesterday, also supports that. So that could potentially sway the council from the last time they voted on it, which was 2011. Which was 5-4. It was 5-4. Against in 2011. Yes. Now you've got, it would swing to 5-4. Potentially, although there are some yeah. council members who were not on the council right. in right. 2011, so we're not 100% sure how they would vote. But we can kind of, yeah. yeah, estimate how, yeah, based on mm-hmm. their previous running platforms. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Anything we I forgot to mention? Well, I will just note that the swearing-in ceremony for the new mayor and the new city council members will be on uh, Monday, November 11 at 5 p.m. in the city council chambers. Which reminds me, you'll be at city council this evening. I will be, yeah. It, it will, will be uh, Mayor DeBoer's last 
meeting as mayor. So um, I'm interested to see how she handles that and uh, what she says about her her last day, essentially. Arpan? Well, I would just say, you know, maybe with the with the election uh, kind of behind us now, um, maybe I won't be so closely involved with the city anymore. Maybe I might retreat back to the county, state, national stuff. But I do want to mention the next election day is in March, uh, primary season. So uh, people that, you know, came out and voted today, maybe for the first time, this isn't a just every November thing. We have springtime. We have uh, summer elections, too. So look, uh, circle, circle your calendars for Tuesday, March 10th. Thank you very much. And on that note, I think we'll wrap it up. So on behalf of Kalen Meiskins, Arpen Lobo, I'm Brian Ranellis. I want to thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time on From the Newsroom.